Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equipped to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equipped to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Welcome to this edition of Equipped to Be. I'm so glad that you're with us. I'm your host, Connie Albers. Today, we want to talk about traditions. You know, traditions, especially family traditions, have such an impact. I would venture to say a profound impact on our home, on the relationships with our home. I mean, we have traditions within the workplace. There are certain things that companies do, but I was asked this question when I was giving an interview, uh, and I was asked to highlight the impact that traditions have in a family. And I have to tell you, this is the first year I, I don't have any children living in our home. Our, our youngest moved out at the beginning of 2021. And as most of you know, uh, we've had a lot of passings in our family. So I'm staring down this new place, this place where not only are there empty seats, but there's also no one waking up besides, of course, my husband and I on Christmas morning, waking up and walking through the holidays in an interesting way. And as it got me thinking, and I was talking about in this interview, I want to share some specifics, uh, more like kind of looking back and how I didn't realize it at the time. Because let's face it, the holidays can be extremely hectic. Plays, parties, gatherings, trying to get Christmas decorations out or Hanukkah decorations out and trying to shop and wrap and all the things. And as I was reflecting and I was giving this interview, I had to think back to a time when I first got married. I clearly remember I didn't have a lot of family traditions growing up other than going to our, my grandparents' home. But my husband's side of the family did. I just, I remember asking him, like, what all does your family do? I mean, there were just a lot of little things. And as you're thinking and you're listening to this uh, broadcast today, I want you to be thinking about the little things that you do. We were with some, some friends the other night, and we were talking about their traditions. And they're simple. They're things that they do that aren't even expensive, but how over the years the kids have come to really appreciate them and and see the value in those little moments. So I want to say that those family traditions, whatever you have that uh, is something you do every year. Sometimes I will tell you, depending on the ages of your kids. There will be some years that some of your, your children think, oh, this is wonderful and amazing. And then and then there will be other years that uh, maybe your older children uh, will bemoan. They won't appreciate it. Maybe it's they think they've outgrown it. If that's where you are, 
I just want to encourage you, continue. Continue. Make it fun. Keep telling your children why you're doing this. Do you know why you're doing it? If you don't, may I invite you to kind of come up with the why? Why is it a big deal? My husband's family used to make Christmas cookies. You know, the the roll, the create the dough, uh, make the dough, roll them out, cut the, get all the little cookie cutters out, bake them, and then the family would sit around and decorate them. Now, his family has quite a bit of artistic genes in their side of the family, so their cookies always looked pretty amazing. I was blown away by it, and I was also surprised by how his siblings would drop. I mean, we said this was the date and everybody would be there. Dinner, cookie decorating. It made a huge impression on me to the point where I thought, oh, I think I want to do this. And And they had other things like cookie exchanges and so on and so forth. But to this day, now we are talking 37 years, we do Christmas cookies every year. Not everyone's here. Some children have grown up and they're still not a fan. You know, they kind of lost the whole desire to uh, do the whole Christmas cookie decorating thing, but they'll be here. They'll watch, they'll laugh, they'll, they'll tell the stories. I have other friends that they make certain dishes on New Year's Eve. And over the years, some of the kids have gotten to the where they don't even eat that type of food anymore. But they wouldn't miss that tradition as they're in their 20s and 30s today. And that's the power of those, those traditions, those seemingly insignificant little things that you spend time and energy and effort preparing for. And as I was talking on this interview, I, I gave a couple suggestions. It, it could be something simple like a service project done together every year. Maybe it's wrapping gifts, or maybe it's doing a toy drive. Maybe it's serving the homeless or meeting some needs or going shopping for some families that, you know, they're going to have a rough time of the holiday season. Maybe it's spending time with someone. I know one of the things our family used to do was go to senior centers, and my kids would play the piano because my children played played music, and we would get a group of kids together, and we'd play or sing Christmas carols or uh, play, play the piano, do like a little recital, or the kids would just play games with the residents that were in these centers that are often forgotten. But those service projects are meaningful. They teach your children to serve someone outside of themselves and just your family. And get creative. It doesn't have to be the same thing every year, the same service project, but it's the mindset of this year we're going to be serving. And what what is it we want to do this year? It's a great conversation to have with your kids to ask them and to get input. Another thing would be, like I mentioned, making baked goods together, gingerbread houses, ornaments, crafts. Again, it all can change every year, but 
it's the mindset that on this given night, and it could be a preset like evening, it does get harder as your children get older because they are working and um, maybe they're, are, they're married, like in our case, several of ours have uh, are married and so they have to divide their time. But those traditions that you have created over the years, year in, year out, if you are intentional about making them fun and creating memorable moments within them and share the stories and the laughter and be intentional, your kids don't forget that. <laughs> of course, there will be you know times where things flop, the cookies don't turn out, or the recipes don't work, or the gifts are a bust, or even the service project is, is a bust. That's just conversations for future years. Oh, remember the time? Kids aren't going to forget those things. Another thing, you see this often, but it's writing letters of appreciation or gratitude or thankfulness to one another. And if your children are young, you can you can help them write the, the letter. And maybe it's just one simple sentence. I'm so thankful, or I'm grateful that you're my brother, or I'm thankful that you helped me clean the room. It, it could be anything. As they get older, it becomes more intentional. Struggles become a little more difficult as your kids get older. And, and frankly, the last couple of years in your lives, you've faced quite a bit of disruption and change. There is something that your kids should actively look for within each other to say, I'm grateful for this or I've noticed this growth in this area of your life, and I, I want you to know I see that. You know, don't you love it when people express to you they, they've noticed something? Not that you're doing a specific thing for attention, but when somebody does call it, call it out and says, thank you, or I noticed this, or I see these changes in your life, and you can read those either on the day, on the holiday, or you can uh, read them on like Christmas morning or at a dinner, or you can just give them at one of your family gatherings or even mail it to them so they receive it privately. You know, to be honest with you, I've pretty much done all of the above over the years, written my kids certain letters, especially if they've moved out of the house wanting them to know how much they are loved or how grateful I am for their place in our family or the contributions they make to the relationships or the sacrifices that they often make to make sure they're there for a birthday party or they're there to call and say, maybe I can't be there, but I just want to call and tell everybody I'm thinking about you. Those little things. It could be having some years I will put a special ornament for each person at the dinner table. Sometimes it's the same ornament with their name or date on it. Sometimes it's something unique just just for them that kind of summarizes their year. Maybe they've really been involved with a, they've been really passionate about a specific thing. I know when my children played basketball, some of some years 
uh, they would get little basketballs or soccer balls or penguins, depending on uh, whatever it was. Some years it was even the SpongeBob SquarePants ornaments. It, it didn't matter what it was, but it was personal. It was thought thought out. And it, it can be hard to do that, but they don't have to be expensive. They can be simple dollar store. It can be handmade crafts, handmade handmade uh, bubble bath supplies or soaps. Put on your thinking caps. Don't let it stress you out. But also, don't think that those little things, those family traditions, reading the Advent together, maybe it's praying together, Maybe it's cookie exchanges or ornament or white elephant or ugly sweater. (laughs) Whatever it is, be intentional about making it happen. And as your kids get older, it's okay if they take the lead and you step back and say, "Hmm, what are we doing this year? And let them come up with the creative ideas. You'll be amazed at what they do. And there was one year, because I know some of you are probably wondering, you know, did I ever try to cancel it? Yeah, I did. There were a couple years that were rather hard in our family over the years. And frankly, I just thought, who cares? It doesn't matter. Nobody cares anyway. Only to realize that there would be a little comment from one of the kids saying, hey, are we, are we going to do this? Why are we, are we canceling this? We can't do that. Again, some of your children truly might not be interested today, this year. But it's the consistency of what you're doing together as a family. It's the serving. It's the connectedness. It's the working together. That you're writing little stories on their heart that let them know they belong to this family, that our identity is, you know, we're, we're a family and, and we're a unit and we're doing life together in as much as it is possible. But these, these little things, these little traditions, they're making an impact in the lives of your children. And may I also say in the lives of your grand, future grandchildren, your kids will tell those stories to your grandkids one day about their childhood, about the little things that you did. I know I have to share with you one of the things um, my kids laugh about often, and this isn't a tradition. I guess it, it isn't a tradition, but sometimes I think maybe it's become a tradition, and that's burning the bread. Have you ever burnt the bread? I mean, that's become the standing joke. Whoever, like literally there has to be somebody standing watching the oven to make sure the bread isn't burnt. That's okay. It's something we laugh at. Nobody's being attacked or marginalized or criticized, or at least they shouldn't be. But it is something that we do laugh about quite frequently. So as we're drawing near, and depending on when you're listening to this podcast, this particular episode, whether it's a a 4th of July or Easter or birthday, we've just celebrated three members of our family's birthdays, and three anniversaries. It's been quite a year, uh, quite a uh, November, December for our family. As we prepare for whatever 
event you want to celebrate. Take the time to think through some of the little traditions that you would like to establish and be consistent in as much as possible to have those, not to make them a mandate, not to make them something that you can't move away from or, or shift or, or find replace with another idea over as your kids age, but, but it's the intentionality of it all. So just remember, they can be service projects. They can be projects where your family does a 5K walk or something along those lines. It could be a ba- making uh, baked goods together. It could be decorating cookies together. It could be shopping together, writing letters of gratitude or thankfulness expressed to one another. Allow your creativity to flourish and come up with some different ideas. Make sure you tell your family the why behind what you're doing. You're establishing, you're building strong family relationships, connectedness. So just remember that you wanna communicate the why because you're creating a connective environment, a place where your children can thrive and grow and feel like they belong and they fit in. As always, With every episode of Equipped to Be, I'm just so grateful that you choose to be here, that you tune in every week. We've got some plans, some changes coming up and some plans in the work for future episodes, so make sure you stay tuned as we get ready to wrap up 2021 and move into a new year full of new possibilities and opportunities. But use this time to really solidify the relationships that you have within your family. May you be blessed today, and thank you for joining me. We look forward to seeing you next week on Equipped to Be. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.